Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider, is standing by on the Meyer guest line. And Chris, there is no way to describe the second half outside of saying it was brutal. Yeah, it was terrible. They had one field goal in the first 19 minutes of the second half. And we can talk mm. about no legs or whatever, but uh, really yeah. the effort and the communication was embarrassing, I thought, for a team that really had to win this game. And there was talk. We had talked to people close to Michigan who had people uh, close to the committee that were saying, you know, if they get in, they could uh, probably play in Dayton because they packed past the look test and everything else. And then to come out with that kind of an effort and really what summed it up for me, that free throw. I don't know if you saw it. Didn't box out on a free throw. And uh, Rutgers gets the rebound. Everybody's looking at each other like, what are you doing? What are you doing? They went on a 12-0 run and that was it. The body language was terrible. They've got a lot of things to fix, Bill. And really that play was kind of a microcosm of some of the earlier things that we saw this season. This is a team it just doesn't really have the chemistry and the confidence to be better than it is. But what is interesting, and, and trying to dissect it, Chris, without get, getting too over-analytical on my end and also your end, is we've watched them in games like against Michigan State at home, or you look at the Purdue game at home, or you look at Assembly Hall and the OT loss, or at, or, or at Champaign-Urbana in, in the OT loss. They will show us that they look like that preseason top 15 team uh, they were supposed to be, and at other times times today you see a team that looks like they don't even play d3 basketball yeah it was that's the disappointing part about it knowing that the season comes down to this and you're talking about well we've got a second season we got another opportunity here and they came out with some fire i thought they played hard early they led by about seven or, or five and then but you know what Rutgers at one point was like four of 20 or something like that and Michigan was up by three points and then you're like okay you really missed an opportunity here and really weren't playing through Hunter Dickinson as much early they did too much in the second half I thought and uh, were forcing things and nobody else wanted to do anything nobody else besides nobody else besides Hunter Dickinson could score and when that's the case and nobody wants it. Kobe Bufkin had his worst game in a Michigan uniform. He had seven turnovers and just oh. looked like the moment was too big for him. Chet Howard, mm. I think it was him that not boxing out on the free throw. The body language is just terrible. And that's something that they need to address first. Because if you don't have the confidence of your teammates, Bill, then you're not going to be a very good basketball team. And to me, that's where it starts. Well, you want it where it starts and ends today, Chris. And Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joining us. Buffkin with the seven turnovers, nine points, three of eight from the field. Howard, six points, two of eight from the field. And McDaniel, again, we're talking two freshmen with Howard and McDaniel, 0 of three from the field with two points. They give you 16 points, or make that 17 on the day. And you're right, Buffkin just, uh, you know, seven turnovers is a really big number for one individual. And I saw an interesting stat before the game about when Jet Howard shoots a lot, uh, Michigan doesn't win. When he doesn't, they don't. I don't put today's loss really on Jed Howard. I put it on the second half. I, If you're not scoring for 19 minutes, Chris, and you have guys like Martelli and Howard on the bench, how, you, how, how are you not using up your timeouts trying to find something, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And uh, you know what? But um, that's the effort plays, too. And that's really what bothers me is when things started to go south. You know, that's when you need to really step up and get a stop and maybe get into somebody's grill. And they just weren't doing that. They just weren't willing to do it and scrap and claw like they did in the last two losses. So 
um, it was it was frustrating to watch. And you know, to, to have that kind of an output, barely get to fifty points, and mm. the only reason Buskin got to nine was because he hit that desperation three late. Then uh, that's not acceptable. And I think they will go back and talk about it. And they aren't talking about the postseason. They aren't sure. You know, they wouldn't mention. They wouldn't answer questions about the NIT or anything like that. I'm sure they'll probably be invited, but. Will they want to play in it? I don't know. But now we're looking ahead to next year, and you got to take care of some of these problems, whether it's chemistry, whether it is guys that are just uh, not all in or just not going hard on every possession and uh, are losing the confidence of their teammates. That just can't happen. So it be very interesting to see what the roster looks like next year and uh, what they do about their problems at the four. They don't have anybody that can play there right now. And uh, if you don't have that, if you have that kind of a hole in your roster, then you have a problem. Yeah, at times Buffkin was looking like a first-rounder, but after today, I, I don't think he's ready for the NBA. Jet Howard, no way on God's green earth. Is that guy ready for the NBA? But if NBA teams now with the G League, if they see a guy they can uh, work with for a couple, three years, they'll take a flyer late in the first or yeah. the second round on them. And how Juwan Howard does next year I think will be a big measuring stick. I won't call yeah. it a hot seat year. Uh, but it's a year where you need to get back uh, to the Big Ten tournament. And it's more of a visual on how your team looks because you provided some really stellar games this year, but then some of the ugliest games I've ever seen for any Michigan basketball team. Yeah, and that can't happen. It reminded me of the Tommy Amaker first-round game against Minnesota several years ago. All they needed was a win to get to the tournament in that first game, and they laid an egg and looked kind of disinterested doing it. That's how I felt they looked in the second half at times, and that's not okay. That is not the culture of your basketball team. You know, Juwan Howard talks about for competitors only. Uh, There are some guys out there not competing on every possession, and go back and watch the film. It's pretty easy to spot who and when, and that's just not okay. The body language at times was just terrible, especially in that free throw and I don't know if you saw it but that is yeah I saw it I I saw that Chris third grade stuff Bill that's third grade stuff I know I I can't I I can't repeat I can't repeat what I was saying to the TV screen because we're (laughs) a family show at least some people think we're a family show I I and the NIT bit is interesting because if you're Ward Manuel and you're Juwan and I get you know young guys like McDaniel and Jed Howard and others but you don't want to take an NIT game and get matched up against Toledo and get your butts kicked at home. You don't want it right. to end that way. I, I, I think they might pass on the NIT. That's just my gut feeling. Yeah, I think these guys, you know, they probably, some of them think it's beneath them, and that's kind of a problem, too. But, uh, you know, Doug McDaniel could use the, the refs, frankly. He had a, he was right. up there today just dribbling, dribbling around like, you know, he wasn't, I'm not saying he wasn't invested. I just think that it, the moment was a little too big for him, and he wasn't ready for it. Uh, you know, he had one shot, I think, through, you know, three quarters of that game. So um, you can't just rely on one guy to carry you. And But the biggest concern, obviously, is what happens when Hunter Dickinson leaves, you know, because he's the, he was your team out there. He scored about half your I don't point. think he's ready for the NBA, man. Oh, does he have nine years left no. with, with the COVID year? Does he still have nine years of eligibility? No, but with the, with the transfer portal now, Bill, though, he could probably – somebody could call him up and say, hey, you want to be our five on our Ooh. championship team or Kansas or something like go. that? We'll give you a million and a mm-hmm. half dollars. And so it's free agency out there, let's be clear. And I know Hunter Dickinson loves this place. But, you know, again, it starts with the teammates and the chemistry. And I didn't see it at times this year. Uh, you know, I'm not saying guys didn't like each other, but guys didn't mesh very well. Well, and that's something that's the first thing that needs to change. 
Yeah, and I, I think putting your son first, even before Dickinson earlier in the season, wasn't a smart move. Having both sons on your team, I want to be honest, I don't think that's good uh, for Michigan basketball or good for Juwan Howard, and I'm not slamming them. They'd be better off playing somewhere else. Chris Ballas with Wolverine.com. Uh, they'll have stories up about the end of Michigan's regular season, well, uh, with one loss in the Big Ten tournament. And will they go to the NIT? They'll keep it posted the Wolverine.com. Chris and his team uh, doing great work there. Appreciate the update on Michigan's 62-50 loss to Rutgers. They're not going to the NCAA tournament. And my, with all the momentum they had uh, less than two weeks ago, to have this feeling here, that, that could be where you want to play the NIT. As much as I say you don't want to get upset by an Ohio or Toledo, if you get one of those matchups, uh, two good basketball teams out of the MAC that may be playing a game so you're not remembering this one might be the best thing for Michigan hoops. Maybe. And you know what? They're going to talk about it. And that's something that uh, Hunter Dickinson first said and Jawan Howard backed him up and said, we'll talk about that amongst ourselves when we get home. And unfortunately, that'll be uh, tonight or tomorrow for Michigan. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com. Follow everything University of Michigan Athletics. Also, the spring football game coming up on April 1st. Chris, appreciate the update. You bet. Thanks, Bill.